Hello, and thank you for joining me for the May 9 edition of the Sasquatch Outlook. You can find the detailed written report at the Sasquatch website. We shot higher last week as the market saw the heat in India and low Canadian stocks as bullish. Poor winter wheat crop conditions in the US and a dry forecast is also supporting futures. We have a new USDA report out this week, which will be closely watched and could prove bullish for wheat as well. Here's a look at how wheat futures finished the week last week. July contract Chicago winter wheat closed at 11.08, up 53 cents on the week. July contract Kansas hard red winter wheat closed at 11.70, up 65 cents on the week. July Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at 12.08, up 43 cents on the week. At the time of recording this Monday morning, wheat is trading anywhere from unchanged to 10 cents lower. Significant purchases and trades. Tunisia bought 100,000 tons of June-July delivery wheat. Otherwise, there were very few reports of wheat purchases. Buyers seem only prepared to cover nearby demand, and end-users appeared to be covered through July. U.S. weekly export sales were small, and the price of wheat continues to limit purchases to only the most inelastic of customers. In Canada, seeding has been gun in the Canadian prairies. Alberta and Saskatchewan are off to a fairly average start, while very little progress has been made in Manitoba, where wet conditions is preventing fieldwork. Alberta released their first crop report of the season. As of May 3rd, 12% of Alberta's spring wheat area has been seeded. Soil moisture is generally favorable in the Peace, Northwest, and North half of the Central region, but moisture levels deteriorate rapidly into the Southern region, where 31% of the area has poor moisture conditions. Statistics Canada released their March 31 grain stocks report last week. They put Canadian non-Durham stocks stored in all positions at 8.6 million tons, which is almost 40% less than last year's March amount. Canada exported just under 900,000 tons of non-Durham wheat in March for a season total of 8.1 million tons. This is 58% of last year's August through March amount. Japan remains the top customer of Canadian wheat this year, importing just under a million tons year-to-date, which is only 8% less than last year. Meanwhile, China has decreased imports by 75% from last year, or an amount of 1.6 million tons, having imported just over half a million tons so far this year. For Durham, the Alberta Durham wheat crop is 53% seeded, Dry conditions in the southern region, where the majority of Alberta's Durham crop is grown, is causing concern. Stats Canada's stock report indicated that Durham stocks stored in all positions are 1.5 million tons, which is just over half of last year's amount. Implied disappearance between December and March was 627,000 tons, compared to 1.3 million tons last year. Canadian Durham exports during March were 180,000 tons, for a season total of 1.7 million tons, just 42% of last year's year-to-date amount. Morocco continues to be Canada's largest Durham customer, importing a year-to-date total of 400.8,000 tons. This is exactly half of last year's to-date total. Durham exports are lower to most destinations, with a notable exception being the U.S., who, at just under 300,000 tons, has imported 49% more Durham to date than last year. Moving to the U.S., 
There was much needed rain in the central plains and parts of Montana last week. However, precipitation was largely absent in key areas of South Dakota, Nebraska, and Kansas. The U.S. winter wheat crop condition was unchanged from last week at 27% good to excellent compared to 48% good to excellent last year. With almost a quarter of the crop entering the heading stage, damage is becoming irreversible. The Oklahoma Grain Association put production in the state at 57 million bushels, which is just half of last year's amount. U.S. weekly wheat sales were at the low end of expectations at 119,000 tons for old crop and only 43,000 tons for new crop. Total old crop commitments are 713 million bushels, down 24% from last year. Spring wheat fob prices in the U.S. were $5 higher at $4.70 per ton in the PNW, while fob values for winter wheat in the Gulf were $4.54 a ton, down $3.70 from last week. Over to Australia. Wheat futures in Australia are reaching new highs on both old and new crop contracts. There's heavy rain across Queensland and the North NSW. These are not an issue for spring planting yet. FOB prices in Australia rose $15 last week and are now quoted at $420 a ton. In Argentina, the start of planting is fast approaching, but soil moisture is falling and there's no rain in the forecast. FOB prices in Argentina were unchanged from last week at $425 a ton. In India, the situation is looking less and less like they'll be able to make up for some of the lost Black Sea supplies. They experienced their hottest march on record, causing the Indian Ag Min to decrease production expectations by 6%, from 111.3 million tons to 105 million tons. Some think that production could decrease by 10%, which would bring output down to 100 million tons, which is a level that could prompt the government to restrict exports. In the European Union, year-to-date wheat exports in the EU are down 1 million tons, or 27%, from last year, according to European Commission data. Earlier this week, the Commission projected that wheat exports would reach 40 million tons in the 2022-23 crop year, which is over a 25% increase from 21-22. Dry conditions in the EU have expanded into France. Dry hot weather is forecast over the next 10 days and is expected to cause irreversible damage to grain crops in the EU's largest grain producing country. Some of the other wheat producing areas in Europe are also experiencing adverse conditions. They include Germany, Italy, Turkey, Greece, and Slovakia. These will need to be watched closely moving forward. Fall prices in the EU. French wheat is worth $416 a ton, down $21 from last week. German wheat closed at $428 a ton, down $15 from last week. And in the Baltic, wheat is worth $425 a ton, down $12.50 from last week. Moving over to the Black Sea, spring seeding in Ukraine has reached 50%. Spring wheat planting is now almost 100% complete over the estimated area. So far, 186,000 hectares have been seeded, which is 90% of last year's amount. There are reports that Russia is actively stealing Ukrainian farm equipment and shipping it to Russian farms. 
It was also reported that Ukrainian grain is being stolen and taken to Crimea, a Russian-held province of Ukraine. Of course, the Kremlin has denied these accusations. The Russian crop continues to look strong and is experiencing favorable conditions. There is no real FOB market in the Black Sea. The few reported bid-offer spreads are far too wide to trade. That said, Russian grain is finding its way to market, prompting Amos, the agricultural marketing information system, to raise their Russian old crop export number by 2 million tons from last month. In conclusion, the market this week will be looking towards the USDA report. In the short term, the report will likely be positive for wheat. Further out, the market will become increasingly weather-driven, which will cause it to become more and more choppy. The premium for wheat over corn is too large. Wheat will, eventually, have to decrease in price relative to corn. We would be fully sold on old crop wheat and recommend being 40% sold new crop spring wheat at these levels. And with that, this is Michael Wilton with the Sask Wheat Market Outlook. Of course, you can find the complete mercantile report online at saskwheat.ca. Until next time, and have a good week.